Will I be better at podcasting <clears throat> if I say wheat biscusk? Yeah, I think it's it's a good it's a good it's a good uh, like thing to get your your mouth fired up. Okay, mm. let me try it. Wheat bisque husk. There is my voice any better now? Yep. Good. You're, you're enunciating. <laughs> bisque husk. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy had a wheat bisque husk and a musk <laughs> husk wheat, but a wheat bisque husk. No, <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> I always liked, I always enjoyed a box of biscuits, a box of misks. See, I can't. A box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, and a biscuit mixer. <laughs> I am an imaginary menagerie manager. I manage an imaginary menagerie. I am a wheat bisque husk. I manage a wheat bisque husk. <laughs> wheat bisque husk. 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 <laughs> All right, wheat let's fucking get going. Bisque husk. <laughs> you dumbasses. <laughs> From Conlavelle, we've got Jerry, Meg, why her? Oh, it's a yes, very clever. Jerry, Meg, why her? Okay, now, I'm having the same trouble that I had with the previous one, which is that I haven't heard the... I haven't watched the film It's a Clever Play on, so I don't know what's supposed to happen. It's a yes, very clever award that snuck under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God damn it, Connor. it's, It's a Jerry Maguire. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry, Meg, why her? Yeah, I, I really like the wording of it. It's um, nice, it, but there's not there's not too much storytelling there. It really is just that you know Jerry is going out with Meg, who yeah. isn't very nice. In fact, let's say she's like really just a huge, just a giant like giant shark, a yes. megalodon. <laughs> it's the Meg, as in, but <laughs> as in the megalodon. But, yeah. but being a giant shark, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, a giant shark called Meg. Uh, yeah. I don't, we don't know its actual name. It doesn't have a name because it's a shark. Well, it's called Meg. Yeah. Um, Meg. Well, that's that's what Jerry, played by Tom Cruise, uh, who, yeah, is he's... That's Jerry what Cruise. he's, co- he's called. Okay. I think, I think I've got part of this story, which is, you know the film The Meg... Yeah, right. no. um, it's about a big shark. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's it like that a... explains the big shark reference. Okay, I'm on board now. Carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's got what's his name? Danny Dyer. I think. Oh no, um, Jason Statham. Jason one. Statham. Yeah, okay. it's got Jason Statham chasing after, trying to look for this giant shark. Right. Yeah. Well. Imagine that, except instead of chasing after it to find out what it is and stop it, mm. he's trying to date it. <laughs> yes. And he will not rest until he has gone underwater and, 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 and had um, a candlelit date with this, this uh, giant, giant shark. shark. That's a big ask. I mean, how are you going to light the candles under the water? Exactly, you've got to put them in little oxygen bubble things. His his best mate, James Cameron, has lent him a load of submarine equipment. (laughs) (laughs) But like, this is this is five minutes into the film where he's like, James, 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 I really fucking love this shark. (laughs) Can you lend me some submarine equipment? And James James Cameron's like, Jerry, Meg, why her? I just, I just think she's the one, James. You should, you should, just let me have it. 
Let me. Have you not seen her, mate? She's a giant shark. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the state of that. <laughs> so in the meantime, there is someone who is like, uh, he's. I think we don't necessarily like see this as a romantic thing. Like he's just looking for this shark <laughs> and then he's telling, he's, he's gathering all these experts, right? So you've got like Anna Kendrick is uh, an oceanologist or whatever you call them. Um, she knows all about the ocean and it's, and it's depths and, mm. and, and how, how to get there. And you've got someone else who's a, uh, another character. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, I think you've broken, Matt. <laughs> you've got like, someone else who is another character. <laughs> like uh, that. That what, what happened there? Right? Uh, it was. Um, it's like when you um, when all the you like click through the side of a game, and you can sort of see all the functioning <laughs> yeah. parts. And you can just see like the, the various bits and bobs just wheeling away, uh, or like when an animatronic's got no skin, and you can just see all the levers and stuff. Like Ugh. that's me. <laughs> you essentially just witnessed my subroutine of like a bitch. <laughs> Starring someone else as another character. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think. Who else? Who else would be going down on this mission to to find out all about this megalodon? Just Jason Statham. with Jerry, Je- Jerry, Cause, Jerry Statham. Because I think I think Jason Statham knows he needs a crew, but wants alone time with this megalodon. <laughs> so I think, as well as a rom com, this is going to be like a weird detached horror as Jason Statham <laughs> tries to dispatch with the, the the rest of the crew in the middle of the water. Well, it's. I think it might just be him and Anna Kendrick, and Anna Kendrick has the hots for Jason Statham. So there's okay. the whole thing, and at the end, she just like, "I thought you were in love with me," and Jason Statham's like, "Nah, I love that toothy bastard out there." <laughs> I think I, I can't think... get enough a shark. <laughs> I think we need to start winding these uh, rom-coms into a social situation. <laughs> Rather no. than a mission to Mars. <laughs> does he get his wish? By the end of the film, does Jason Statham have this sit-down uh, meal with this, this shark? Uh, I, I, think, I think the submarine is way too... is smaller than he thinks the shark is big. Yeah. I think I think it so. Gets the there. shark is absolutely massive and just yeah. opens its mouth and swallows it as though it was nothing. Yeah, and I think Jason it's that. I think dies. at the last minute, Jason Statham like puts uh, Anna Kendrick into like a uh, a surfacing tube, like a like a like a mm. escape, essentially like an escape pod for the for the submarine. He's like, get out of here! I want to be alone with my my new love. And then um, as he does that, and then he drives off to go and see the Meg, and the Meg just eats him, and Anna Kendrick's over the top being like, got out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening who have not seen the Meg, you don't need to now. That's the plot of the Meg. <laughs> I haven't seen the Meg. That's what I imagine happens in it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the trailers. I'm pretty pretty sure that's what's going on. 
That, and I think we might have spoiled Jaws for a few people as well. Yeah, that's true. That's what happens in Jaws as well. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most people have probably seen Jaws. <laughs> well, Not this version. Yeah, the director's cut was substantially different. <laughs> Richard We're going to need a bigger boat. Had... <laughs> because I and, need to... And Richard to... Dreyfus is going to need a bigger dick. Whoa! <laughs> that's what shark. Wait, was I watching like a weird cut of Jaws? Because that's what happens. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think you probably you probably watched the director's cut then. A lot of people yeah, get the, it's, like, it's like with Blade Runner where nobody quite knows what direct what version they they're, they're watching. No, exactly. Oh, yeah. Is it like when cuz Spielberg did that with ET, didn't he? There was the director's cut that had like the walkie-talkies instead of guns. Maybe I watched oh, yeah. his uh director's cut that he did around then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen the director's cut of Jaws where it's instead of a shark it's a giant walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What was it in the original? <laughs> it was uh, uh, it was a it was a giant gun. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Richard Dreyfuss is like uh, in, in this is my favorite quote. We're going to need an, a, a, a bigger boat because this shark isn't going to be able to sit down for this meal. <laughs> yeah, on this one. And then they had the- dinner. It was all in the editing, wasn't it, Jaws? That was where the pace came from. They really punched it up by cutting half that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the the parts, the the half an hour where Richard Dreyfus painstakingly creates a banquet for for, for yeah. Jaws, and then there's John Williams sat on a grand piano just going, ding ding, ding ding. It's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. That's it's like one of those barroom pianos. Yeah. All right, let's go on the next one. Let's move on. God, I just looked at the title for that. I'm like, we went on a ride there. Maybe I think because in rom-coms you've got this narrative structure, which is like, hey, if if you introduce someone as a potential like romantic interest for you, like someone who's into you in the in, in the into the protagonist, yeah. that means that you have to add enough characters that they find happiness with someone else. Yes, um, it's by the end of the film, that's so that's right. a lot of con- complication. This was one of the this was one of the things that confused me and Jahan the most about Frozen. Hmm. Yeah, the uh, the 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 extra lad. Yeah, snow sledge boy. <laughs> yeah. Sledge boy. <laughs> That's what he does in the movie, isn't it? He comes in That's screaming, right. sledge, sledge boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I can do! He's <laughs> on a sledge. I've got a reindeer and a sledge. Yeehaw! Okay, so I'll start from number one again, seeing as we're recording. Um, okay. This is quite a good <laughs> oh one. So, because uh, the problem here is that I've not seen enough rom-coms to know about them, so Tom's helping me out, listeners. Yeah, okay. uh, Tom, through the aid of Cosmopolitan, is... Oh, Cosmopolitan? Oh, I, yes. thought it was like, I thought it was like a BuzzFeed listicle or something. It's, I it's, mean, yeah. what is the difference nowadays? <laughs> it's, it's pretty much... Um, that kind of thing. So, number one, architects as far as the eye can see. Yeah, everyone's... Uh, a, is, is that Does that mean that everyone's an architect? Yeah, every every guy worth dating is an architect. Yeah, it's an extremely 
It's like, yeah, it's a it's a really overpopulated profession. Mm, but much. now that being said, that being said, I was at university for three years, which is, I don't know, that's the sort of uh, environment where romance can blossom, isn't it? And I mm. must have met like five architects just in that time. So it, it kind of is true. Mm. Yeah. I, I met zero architects when I was at university. Really? Um, but I went to a bad university, so... <laughs> well, I'm not sure how good my university was, but I suppose... Uh, oh, by the way, that sounds like a damning indictment. I just literally don't know, compared to what the university <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I don't know if I was near an, an, an architecture college, and, mm. and I was just sharing, I was just rooming with people who went there. I don't know. Um, number two... You never have to worry about bringing a date home and dealing with a roommate because everyone lives alone. Yeah, yeah you. Everyone's got a set mm. that perfectly <laughs> encompasses their personality. Well, there's a picture here of Catherine Heigl from Twenty Seven Dresses in her apartment with the caption, "That's a sp- suspiciously big apartment you live alone in, Catherine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because Ultimately, even this may not re- be reflective of real life, but um, the, the 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 underlying point of a rom com is this person hasn't got their life sorted out, and mm. over the course of the film, their life gets sorted out. And in, the, in you could say it's almost a metaphor that they the love interest that they meet and get together with that's them sorting their life out. But they really do all start out with a pretty <laughs> sorted out life, don't they? Even when they're trying to depict yeah. when they're trying to depict like a, a rubbish life. The way they depict it is that they're having a bit of trouble getting their tights on in mm. their giant mansion. And like, <laughs> in their giant mansion, heading off to their budding, important career. Yeah, and, and then, then, always... and then they get on the bus, but as they're waiting for the bus, a car drives through a puddle. Yeah. And splashes <laughs> them in water. Oh, That's right. No. Which they could, know... they could have foreseen that and just not stood near the puddle, but they didn't. Because <laughs> their life's well, so rubbish. Uh, number three. Did you uh, say? Zen and women uh, can't be friends. Men and women can't be friends. That's uh, that's number three. Uh, we we all know that one. Um, yeah. Number four. Really dramatic nice. airport declarations of love are common. I you can't move for them. That's actually the main <laughs> uh, cause of of delays. Of delays. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that that and there being something wrong with the left phalange, which. Just so happens, it was part of a dramatic airport declaration of love. <laughs> Someone had got up on the left phalange. Yeah. And uh... what's a phalange? I haven't heard Nobody of this. Knows. I don't know. It's it's a bit from Friends, which is essentially oh. linked to a dramatic airport declaration of love. Oh, like, okay. Just I think Rachel's on the phone and Phoebe's talking. Uh, Rachel's on the plane on her phone and and Phoebe's talking to her, just like just say there's something wrong with the left phalange. You have to get off the plane. Oh, yeah. Um, the like dramatic airport declarations of love. Yeah, that's um, not really possible anymore now, is it? Because no, that's well. I mean, I was going to say that it's kind of they've they've upped the the. What do you call it? The safety people, men. What's that called? Oh, um, the security. security. They've upped the security measures to the point where you can't hang out with people as they're about to get on or leave planes. But that's an observation from, you know, nearly 20 years ago. So it it feels as if perhaps that's not so much of a trope anymore. (laughs) And if it is, they really need to step things up. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, I've as as, as I found, I'm not, I don't go on planes very often. No. Um, but the, the 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 my idea of like trying <laughs> to get to an at the end, the, the part where you get on a plane, yeah, from the part where you wait for someone who's got off a plane, yeah, uh, like is you have to go through eight different checkpoints. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a big journey. It's something like, of a quest. Mm. <laughs> right. If if I can't run after the person I love through yep. an airport without going through six security checks... Carrying a big bomb checks. that says bomb on it and is a big yeah. round black bomb with a fuse <laughs> my, that's lit. My big, my big sex bomb, Tom Jones' <laughs> sex bomb, the terrorists have won. Yeah, in well, my opinion. I mean, yeah. that's a good joke, but the terrorists have definitely won. <laughs> definitely won. They've definitely for sure won. That's what the whole thing in America is all about. Yeah. That they <laughs> they really won. Creepy uh, number five. Creepy signs are romantic. They yeah. are very very creepy. Is that like is that the one where like see I'm I'm thinking of signs now like holding signs and stuff and I'm okay. like. Okay, uh, hang about, on. Like, those... uh, now I'm thinking of that. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about like because I don't really get this reference. So am, uh, am I thinking uh, about the Love YouTube Actually. videos where people like drop signs regularly? Like they have a big pile of signs and then they go, "I want to talk to you," but I the, the words were too hard for me, so I don't. I'm not talking to the camera. I'm no, dropping I, some signs. I, I, is that I, from I a think... film? Or is that yeah, just from um, Bob Dylan? Well, the, the screenshot is uh, the one from <laughs> Love Actually. Where oh, he stood is that at the from door, that? Yeah, going, uh, to me, you are perfect. Oh, no. Like, a, a husband's literally in the next room. Uh, oh, gross. What? And that's t- why yeah. he's doing it? So that her husband can't hear what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's put on like a thing of carol singers. And oh, just one of the signs that... is, say it's carol singers. And oh. the husband's like, who is it? And Karen oh, no. is like, it's carol singers. Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it is really creepy. Ooh. And they are they are not romantic at all. Oh, I used to have a big I never I've never seen that film because basically I had a big hate on for them and for those Curtis romance films. I've changed my mm. opinion now. It's like, hey, listen, if I'd figured out that niche, I'd have also exploited it to the furthest up on the good <laughs> to become the multimillionaire that he apparently presumably is. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer his work on Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> and Blackadder. I... Yeah. I did he work I saw... on Mr. Bean? I, c- I could be yeah, wrong yeah, there, yeah. but I feel like it's, he did. Uh, yeah, it's Mr. Bean. and yeah. uh, Him and Rowan Atkinson uh, do some great... Like, it's why Rowan Atkinson plays a part in every one of his rom-com yeah. movies. Because... Oh, apart from Nothing Hill, actually. I don't because he should just be making Mr. Bean episodes. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. why is everyone from that era of comedy just the shits now? <laughs> I don't know. Hugh weird, Laurie? I, I mean, sh- I don't know much about Hugh Laurie other than he likes jazz music <laughs> and was house. Like... <laughs> I mean, Rowan Atkinson's uh, 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 still pretty good. Ah, uh, but this is what to- this is what Matt's referring to. Rowan Atkinson, uh, he blew a big raspberry in his trousers recently, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> in his Twitter trousers, he blew it. That's, 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 
<laughs> oh my god I, I really want you know like buzzfeed articles who call these people out just yeah. just to call it blowing a raspberry in their trousers <laughs> well yeah uh, i mean look i'm conditioned to like rowan atkinson I, I think i'm going to forgive him quite quickly but yeah i, rem- I can't remember what it was he said now i just remember yeah. that it was unfortunate um it was something about was it about boris johnson was it no, I don't bloody know. Uh, no. There's there's plenty more there's plenty more to go through. <laughs> I'm only okay, on okay. six of twenty seven. Um, six <laughs> opposites attract and make for good sexual tension. Uh, I mean, when you're talking specifically about magnets, yeah. But um, other than that, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I feel like it works between uh, poles of a magnet and. Yeah. Uh, singers and cartoon cats. It works between. Mm-hmm. Those are the only mm-hmm. two examples I can think of where opposites attract in in a measurable way. Mm. I feel as if the... opposites kind of repel in in real life. The opposites attract thing, like yeah. what you really want is basically the same, except done in a slightly different way. Mm. Imagine you done in but sexier, <laughs> but but. but... <laughs> But just done, but just done slightly differently. Like I think that's where you find the strongest couples is when they're essentially the same person, except like they are they approach things in the opposite way. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.